Hello and welcome to episode 7 of season 3 of Queers at Play. I'm your host for this week, Mark, and I'm joined as always by Graham. Hello. Graham? Hello. <laughs> and by Ruben. Hi. <laughs> I have got to keep that really big delay in during the edit. <laughs> I did. I did say I did say hello as well. I don't know why did oh, it, I don't think either of us heard you. Then there was a weird. That uh, must have been a weird. That just, makes, that just makes it funnier. It just makes me look like I wasn't listening. <laughs> uh, it has been a busy couple of weeks uh, in terms of gaming news, but we are going to focus primarily on the two big events that have occurred recently. The Sony State of Play for PlayStation and Nintendo's September Direct. So let's start with the State of Play, because I feel like there's probably quite a bit less here that we actually want to talk about. Um, Ruben, any highlights? Uh, no. Um, no, <laughs> literally, no, literally no. Like, um, I've gone back over it. And after watching it at the time, I was like, I was not impressed at the time. I'm still not impressed now. Um, because I don't, uh, I don't play Tekken. Um, I'm not that fussed about PSVR 2. Um, there was that mech-based one and that um, Stellar Blade one, but neither of those were particularly. And then it didn't, didn't it end with God of War? And I was like, I do not give a fuck about this game. Um so for me, no, not really. So for you, it was a big no. Would you be more interested in uh, PSVR 2 if they announced that they were bringing uh, VR chat to the platform? Is this where you're going to tell me they're bringing VR chat to the platform? <laughs> no, no, there's, no, as far as I'm aware, that announcement. I was just wondering if that would uh, that would be the thing that would tip you off. Oh, invest. yeah, totally. Like an affordable way of getting onto VR chat? Yes, please. Um but otherwise, nah, not really, not really that fast. Um, I mean that that um, that demo, like the tabletop dungeon crawler game, looked quite interesting. Um, but <laughs> really, I came away from the state of play feeling a bit meh about the whole thing. It really didn't help it being on the same day as the direct for me. No, it was a weird. Uh, it was a weird come down. I mean, we'll come to the direct in a minute. But uh, Graham, how about you? I I think it was pretty much a state of play predominantly for God of War, uh, with just like other things thrown in. I think everything did look pretty okay and has the potential to be all right. I'm not a fan of fighting games in general. I thought Tekken looks pretty cool though, um, and some of those other little games because I vaguely remember Project Eve. Like that's been yeah. Was that like way back, perhaps from like the original PlayStation Five announcement? Yeah, like I think so. one of those games that was announced as a uh, like a code name and then hadn't been shown for like two years. Exactly. Yeah, and I'll always like sort of bayonetta type action games. So I think that looks pretty alright. Um, but I mean, everything was obviously leading up to the God of War trailer. Um, I like the original God of War, didn't love it as much as anybody else did, or the 2018 one. Um, but this trailer, for me, in terms of like 
massive, amazing trailers. The Breath of the Wild trailer and now this God of War trailer. I think that that trailer did everything to sell me on that game. It mm-hmm. was just such a well put together trailer. That moment when Atreus shoots the moon and then the whole world just splits. I was like, wow. That just yeah, it does. So I thought it looked incredible cool. as well. Yeah, I know. They... I know. Ruben was not a fan of uh, God of War 2018. No. Was it primarily the combat? Yeah, I used it. Same. same. <laughs> I was the same. The combat was the issue. It was either the combat. I really, or it was enjo- the fact... I really enjoyed the combat. I re- I, I really enjoyed uh, lobbing his axe and like recalling it back to your hand. I thought that was. A great I just mechanic. found it really slow and boring a lot of the time, and quite often, particularly if you were in an area when there was a few enemies, it got really frustrating when you would constantly get hit from the side and you couldn't tell where things were hitting you from, and that used to drive me mad. And I also thought I, w- I got bored fighting the same enemies over and over again as well. Because there was a lot of, like, how many times did you have to fight that big fucking troll with the girder or whatever it is he was hitting you with, big brick? I, I just got bored of fighting those. Um, I didn't like a lot of the puzzles as well, like hitting the bells and things like that. There was a lot of things I didn't like about it, but it was still a good game. Um, but I'm definitely more excited about this now that I've seen the trailer. I think it'll be great. Yeah, I think for me, the story is probably what kept me hooked and sort of I could overlook a lot of the other stuff because I was enjoying the story. Yes. The story, the performance, the like the entire presentation as a whole, I think is maybe something I appreciated far much far more than the game itself. Yeah. Um, I, I think if there's anything that's coming out this year that has a chance of beating Elden Ring is game like overall game of the year, it's probably going to be God of War. Maybe Bayonetta actually, because there's been a lot of positive chat about that recently. Um but Elden Ring's probably walking it, but I think God of War is the only thing that now stands a chance of being bigger. That's what she said. Um. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Mark. <laughs> that's her first, that's what she said. Uh, I couldn't help myself there. Um, yeah, no, I, I agree, and I I am very much looking forward to, to this uh, sequel to God of War, especially following this trailer. I thought it looked incredible i'm hoping that you know with the power of the ps5 uh that there's a bit more variety and tempo in some of the combat and they've kind of i guess fixed some of those more annoying aspects that you mentioned Mm -hmm. but i guess we'll see when's it out november yeah sonic frontiers it's november Sonic Frontier. Oh, is that what we're naming yeah. it now? Oh, it's the day after Sonic Frontiers. That's what Sonic's just going to get buried alive, really. I don't know. There's a lot of furries. Yeah, there are a lot of furries. Sonic has a day to shine, and then yeah. Well, part of it, despite how many furries there are, might well depend on whether or not Sonic can live up to anything, any of its trailers, and. History is not on its side. No, I mean, I will agree with you there. <laughs> Sonic trailers it very is. rarely give away Sonic quality <laughs> in the final product. It's It's got 6 out of 10 written all over it, I think. Not a bad thing, but I, I don't think it's going to set the world set on fire. Set the world on fire. No, no, 6 out of 10 is pretty no, high although... for a Sonic game. <laughs> yeah, no, be the highest scoring game since Mania. Um... 
And, and Sonic, uh, just as an aside, I did notice that uh, Sonic Team today showed off their new like intro logo video thing. Oh, did they? It looked quite flashy. I don't know if either of you I, saw I just, that. I don't. I, did I, I didn't. But I don't want to see any more. I don't think until Frontiers. This may turn out to be a detriment to me, but. I mean, it wasn't really a spoiler of the game. It was just a new version of their Sonic Team logo. Why, though? Uh, yeah, Why true, not? I guess. I don't know. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, I guess that's 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 it for the state of Do play. Do you have nothing? Was there anything in there that... Yeah, I was going to say. Sorry? Was there nothing in there that you were liking the look of? Well... God of War mainly. <laughs> I mean, sure, there was a there was a, uh, a bringing like a dragon ish into the West. I I've never played a like a dragon slash accuser game, so didn't massively appeal to me. A weird first person survival game where you drive a car. I didn't really get it. Oh yeah. I thought it was kind of interesting. It was like a disaster movie type thing. But I didn't really understand what was going to be happening in it. I'm, I'm intrigued by it. Um, and then, yeah, there was uh, Sinduality, the mech-based adventure So game. memorable that all of us forgot about it. Yeah, yep. it, it didn't scream amazing um, or must-have straight from the initial trailer. Very much a sort of probably quite forgettable game once it comes out but we'll see and yeah that that was pretty much it wasn't it oh rise of the ronin as well um very similar looking to ghost of tsushima i mm. think yeah. which i also haven't played so i if i don't know why <laughs> i don't think i would pick that up over ghost of tsushima I'm surprised you've not played Ghost of Tsushima yet. It seems like the sort of thing you would have done by now. I might, I might look at it. It's probably on PS Plus now, isn't it? It's yeah. Part of the collection thing. Yeah. The, whatever the fuck it's called, I can never remember what the what the Pre- new... premium one or the middle, whatever the middle one's called. <laughs> yeah. Stupid. Premium Stupid or Sony? Ec- isn't extra the middle one, and premium is the highest. Oh, one. extra, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I think it's probably part of PS Plus Extra. There you go. Mm. I always count on Ruben to have uh, No, you can't. Um, one thing uh, <laughs> One thing I will say, though, uh, like, uh, and I want to go back to the Like a Dragonition thing, um, I have a suspicion that's going to be like... the nor- that It's going to be like Yakuza, because it's an older game that hasn't been brought to the West, and it's not going to be like Like a Dragon. Because Like a Dragon was a turn-based RPG, which was fun. And I don't like Yakuza's combat. So, yeah, it's 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 going to be a no from me, but it's good to see... It's always good to see games from that have never come West coming West. I mean, look at Live Alive, for instance. Yeah. Although it's going to get very confusing now that they've announced all Yakuza games in the West are going to be called Like a Dragon. Yeah, that's going to get very confusing. So I guess the numbered entries will be the classic style and the... The non-numbered entries will be in the other style. I I don't really know. Yeah, we'll see. I guess. Apart from Ishin, apparently. Yeah, because Ishin is an older game. So. 
still. I feel like we rattled through the state of play quite quickly, but there were there were only, I guess, like eight games. Yeah. Um, so let's move on to the main event then, the Nintendo Direct, which provided us with 40 minutes of brand new game announcements and updates uh, for the Nintendo Switch. Or let's give its alternative title, the Nintendo Direct Farming Simulator <laughs> Edition. Because just became, how many farming simulators know, were announced? It was just ridiculous. Still not enough. I think be, it's like, no. <laughs> still not enough. It was a bit, was it four or five? Five. Uh, Rune Factory 3 special. A new Rune Factory game. Story of Seasons of Wonderful Life, which is a port slash remaster of Harvest Moon, A Wonderful Life from GameCube, which has had a title change due to licensing reasons. Harvestella and Fay Farm were all shown off as farming simulators coming to Switch. Fay Farm looks quite interesting. I thought that looked quite cute. Um, Um, But, I mean, everything else is is merging into one. Wasn't there various day life as well? Oh, is that that farm? That's the uh, Octopath guys, isn't it? Yeah, is that a farming game too? Uh, I, it looked like a sim game from the the trailer, it, unless I'm misremembering it, which I might do. Because in all fairness, most farming sims do bleed into one. Yeah, that was a was that not a show? Yeah, I did miss that off the list, but um, yeah, there were too many of them. I just missed missed one. That was a shadow <laughs> drop, wasn't it? Uh, various day life. Sure yes, that... I think so. Yeah. Um, oh, that game! I've never heard of it. It came out in twenty nineteen, apparently. Yeah, it was originally a mobile game. Oh right, yeah. Oh, they love those weird names, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Octopath Traveler and um, well, Bravely Default. Um, oh, what's the more recent one? The, the term uh, Triangle Strategy. Triangle Strategy. strategy. <laughs> um, <laughs> They just throw names at a dartboard. <laughs> yeah, they, they they basically just have a dictionary, I think, and they just drop yeah. it. They drop it from a height, and whatever page it opens onto, they just pick a word. They'll pick a word from that page. I think it's quite funny though. So, since you just mentioned Octopath, uh, Reuben and Graham, Octopath Traveler Two was announced so as part happy, of the direct. So happy about that. Yeah, I really didn't see that coming, but it's. Seems to have done really well. They announced recently it sold over three million, um. So it's done pretty well for like a somewhat smaller game, um. But I adore Octopath Traveler so much, so I'm so happy to see another one. It's just a stunning, stunning game. Like it's really well written as well, and like the voice acting is always really good. The music's beautiful, um. Yeah, I just I adored that game, so I'm so happy to see another one. And it's February, so it's not long at all. Yeah, I'm. I'm literally the same. And the thing is, from that trailer, it does look like they're going to be intertwining the eight characters' stories a bit more, which, which, would, is, which would have been my only complaint. Had. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is this... Because I, I never played the original Octopath Traveller, um, but from what, what you saw in the trailer, is this a Final Fantasy II situation where it appears to be a completely separate, a new world with completely new characters or is it linked to the original octopath travel it does seem like it's new yeah yeah the world they mentioned was not the same world it's definitely new characters as graham just said Um, yeah yeah 
which I'm happy with. I I liked a lot of the characters from the first one, um, but I'm I'm happy to see a bunch of new ones, including a twink cleric. <laughs> well, that's really uh, board. No, no, oh, I was on I was on board the moment I saw the 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 cat person, cat girl. I was like, yep, yeah, there you go. There's a party member sorted before the game even launches. Um, yeah. But I was like that with the original Octopath. The moment I saw Therian, I was like, there you go. Um, Which one was Therian again? The Thief. Oh, yeah. Therian was cool. Yep. My favourite was Hanit, because she was pretty much like a Pokemon trainer. Oh, yeah. Hanit was great as well. And being able to capture any enemy in the game was, was brilliant. Um, but yeah, Octopath 2 looks great. Um, I'm really... It does sound like it, but I'm really hoping that Yoshinori, uh, Yasunori Nishiki is back doing the soundtrack, because... Octopath Traveler, the original Octopath Traveler, is one of oh, my favourite game soundtracks in years. Oh, it's beautiful. It's also one of my favourite games visually in years as well. And from just that little trailer of the second, it actually even looks better. Mm. Yeah, I'd agree. So well worth a look then when that pops out. Pops out? Yeah, let's go with that. In February. Uh so, sticking with kind of RPG reveals, uh, Tales of Symphonia Remastered is also coming to Switch. It's about time. Anyone who's not played that game, it anyone who's not time. played it needs to fucking play Tales of Symphonia. Um, I'll, 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 give you, I'll give you a very good reason why anyone that's not played Tales of Symphonia needs to play some Tales of Symphonia. <laughs> Fuck's sake. That's really hard to say multiple times quickly. I am not the kind of person that enjoys very many JRPGs. Same. But Tales of Symphonia is one of the very few that I not only play, but finished. <laughs> so if that's an indication of how... One, how good it is, and two, I guess, how accessible it is for someone who's not really a yeah. fan of JRPGs. I'm exactly the same as it you, is, Mark. Totally. I adore it, this game. It is long, though. It is, it is an investment, but... Very much enjoyed it. The only downside is, from what people seem to be saying, is that it's based on the PlayStation version of Tales of Symphonia, which ran at 30 frames a second versus the GameCube original, which ran at 60 frames a second. Doesn't seem to be any good reason why this is the case, but um, it does mean that the GameCube version is still unique in the set in the sense that it's the only version of this game released that runs at 60 frames a it's rare that the original version of a game is the superior version of the game <laughs> yes um i can yes. only think of, i can only think of one other example off the top of my head where the original version is so far superior to any version that's come since and that's silent hill 2 What did they do to fuck up subsequent releases of Silent Hill? Have you not seen the HD collection of Silent Hill 2? <laughs> it's a no. fucking disaster. Oh. Oh dear. Um, but yeah, like, people need to play Tales of Symphonia. Yeah, they really do. It was the first, I remember it being like one of the first games that I played that was in a style like that. Like, most of the games mm. I'd ever played were like, realistic type games in inverted commas like the whole cell shaded game like i hadn't played many games like that before um i just remember that being a really unique thing for me when i first played it years and years ago i never finished it but i'll maybe try again not that i'm ever going to finish another jrpg to be honest um 
But yeah. <laughs> you just lose interest too quickly. Totally. Mind you, I can also thoroughly recommend Tales of Arise, which was very, very good. That was which the is new also one. one of the what? That's the new one. Yeah. It's also one of the very few JR other JRPGs I've actually finished. I can probably count on one hand the number of JRPGs I've actually finished. Yeah. And two of them are Tales games. I'm still only about 10 hours into Xenoblade Chronicles 3, which I knew would be the case. I just can't. I can't do it. You just can't face going back to it. Yeah, they're just too big. Um. So, any other... Things from the Nintendo Direct that anybody wants to uh, focus on. I think I mean, it was a bit of a a mix of a direct for me. There was like lots of weird little segments with like their highlights section. I thought was in general pretty bad. Normally they do reveal a few decent little things in their highlights section, but for the most part, I thought the highlights bit was quite rubbish. Um, but then there was the whole thing was just interspersed with really nice announcements like um, Fire Emblem. I was so happy to see that was that, uh, that was that was a long rumored. I think it's it been was that yeah it been close to it was leaked a while releasing ago. or announcing. Yeah, the the main character, the whole red and blue hair thing. There was a screenshot of that leaked a good few months ago now, and um, nobody really knew if that if it was genuine or anything like that. But, Real or not? Yeah, um, but I. Three Houses for me is like top five Switch games. Um, so I'm so, so happy to see another Fire Emblem. And again, like this is what I love about Nintendo Directs a lot of the time. They've got into habits so well of going, here's a brand new game and it launches in like under six months time. And Fire Emblem is out yeah. in January, mm-hmm. which I'm so yeah. happy about. And it looks absolutely That is a really beautiful. quick, quick announcement to release, which is great. Definitely. I love I like that, that from Nintendo. I love that kind of stuff. And I just think it was. Do you know what? Do you know? Do you know what did strike me about this direct? A lot of remasters. So uh, we kind of already talked about Tales of Symphonia remastered. We already talked about. uh, We already mentioned very briefly Room Factory Three and Story of Seasons, uh, Final Fantasy VII Crisis Core Reunion, which I think I thought was a bit of a surprise that that was coming to Switch, but. That is another big kind of remaster slash re-release. I think they were filling out the third-party stuff with remasters. It seems there wasn't yeah. a lot. Um, and then another another big surprise was another Kirby game, Kirby Return to Dreamland Deluxe. Yeah, a remaster of the uh, Wii game originally. Yeah, that was really out of nowhere, wasn't it? I don't think anyone expected that. Well, especially as we already had two Kirby releases this year already. <laughs> yeah. On Switch, they're doing more for Kirby's thirtieth out of thirty, thirtieth, thirty fifth, something like that. I can't remember. Uh, then they did for Zelda last year, or dare we say Metroid Prime this year? <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, that was also the other big thing that was rumored for this direct that didn't happen. The Zelda blowout. Zelda blowout. Yeah, we well, we'll get to Zelda in a minute. But the Zelda blowout and the Metroid Prime remaster, neither of which happened. I'm, lo- I'm losing faith. I'm so losing faith. Emily Rogers is convinced it still exists. She is convinced that it still exists, and she's mar- mildly convinced that it's still coming this year. 
I don't think it's this year. It might be winter. It doesn't seem likely now. But obviously winter doesn't end in December. It still could be... No. I don't know. I'm getting annoyed. Just I mean, thinking my, my, my hope was that it was going to be announced and released for the 20th anniversary, which would be November, but that's just doesn't seem like it's going to happen now. No. They have to be. They're sitting on it somewhere, surely. They're in the back of the couch or something. <laughs> or they're not. <laughs> or they're just not. Who knows? I mean, I agree on Fire Emblem Colgate, by the way. Um, <laughs> Colgate. Colgate. Um, <laughs> I wish I could take I wish I could take credit for that, but I saw it on Twitter. Um I mean, the only thing about Fire Emblem and Gage at this point that makes me just go, ugh, is more Marth again? Oh, they love rolling Marth out with. Th- there's other Fire Emblem characters. Just I think we'll use see a any fair amount. Cause I, yeah, I, I do like this little partner thing that's in this game. Um, so I, I wonder how many other characters they'll bring into it. Um, but but it's yeah, good seeing Celica, I must admit. It was really good seeing Celica. Um... But yeah, like when I saw Marth, I was like, ugh. Like one of the most bland Fire Emblem like fucking main characters. They could have picked anyone else. Um, but otherwise, it looks really good. It looks like more Fire Emblem and I'm always going to be up for more Fire Emblem. Um, I have also never played a Fire Emblem oh, game. Such a shame oh, there's not Fire yeah. Emblem games on Game Pass. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I also agree about the, the, the remaster thing. There was a lot, there was a lot of remasters. Um or a lot of focus on old like older games generally mm. as well. Um but one thing one thing I want to highlight because I've I've seen it in the notes for this episode, and it's the second time I thought this. I thought Tunic was already on the Switch. And yet it's coming to yeah. the Switch. I'm like, why do I have this it's... why do I have this? misremembering of tunic already being on I the think switch because it because it, it, i think it because it feels like such a switch game like you're like why was that not there to begin with it's like death's door it feels an, another one that feels so switchy but that only mm. just recently came as well but yeah that's completely new but it's like on I, game I, pass so yeah I'll no, I mean, it. tunic is great um but like when i was sitting there and i was watching the direct and i saw tunic come up i was like isn't this already there? Like, <laughs> yeah, it does feel. It does very much feel like a. Huh. I'm sure that. Yeah, I, I just couldn't. I just could not pass in my head that like it wasn't already on the Switch. Um, There's just some games you expect to just be on the Switch always. Like they announced it takes two as well. Like you would think, why was that not there? Yeah. At the beginning. That's such a Switch type game. Although. That looks a bit rough, unfortunately. Visual, visually, it does look like it's taking quite a it hit. It definitely does. <laughs> Which is a shame, but um, definitely, if you've got another person to play it with and access to Game Pass, it's a great game. Like, the the amount of variety and imagination in the things that you get to do in that game is quite impressive. Yeah. That'll be a good one on the Switch, like, to sit on a train or something like that with somebody else and sit and play it on tabletop modes. Yeah. That'd be pretty nice. The fact that they've offered local wireless play for it is great. Yeah, it really is. For that kind of thing. It is. 
But that, I mean, that... and it's not the longest game in the world either. Like it's it's achievable to play, you know, and finish it. Mm-hmm. I think that was the only third party, like recent third party game that we got an announcement of. Really, quite often when you when they have these highlights, you'll get like your near automatas and you'll get those types of games, and you're like, oh, that's coming to the Switch. That's nice. But there wasn't wasn't really anything like that. Like a lot of the announcements were either really old games or. Well, the Nintendo games, but there wasn't any well, like well, third-party ones. Well there, well, there was one, but it's unfortunately um, cloud versions of oh. all of the recent Resident Evil games. Yeah. I, I mean, I didn't sc- expect them to be screened. at all. I, I literally could have screamed when I saw that. <laughs> Village 2, 3, and 7 cloud versions. Nintendo, stop with cloud versions. Until you sort your fucking internet servers out, stop with cloud versions just stop well i mean i don't think it's nintendo's fault i mean the switch is one of the most poor consoles i have in terms of wi-fi connectivity oh no i meant i meant i meant that cloud versions are being offered that's probably maybe nintendo should stop allowing them but they're not making them yeah this this is true um i I would say yeah, there's still them being so much, but I would say I did play and finish Control as a cloud version on Switch, and it worked flawlessly for me the entire way through. Didn't have a single problem. It felt a bit weird playing it because, like, you have to log into servers and stuff, and then like if you press the home menu, everything disappeared and it would disconnect if you sat on pause for ages or whatever. But I had an absolutely flawless experience with Control on Switch. I think maybe. Some people should try the cloud versions and see what it's like. Um, but I suppose it varies from person to person and game to game, I guess. As, as someone who has Game Pass, I'm surprised you went with the cloud version on Switch. I think this was long before Control was ever on Game Pass. Because I, w- I, uh, wouldn't, okay. I wouldn't have bothered paying 40 quid for a game that's blatantly on Game Pass. Um, but I remember it being announced for Switch. And I was like, you know what, fuck it. I'm going to try the cloud version. And I had absolutely no problems with it. Played the entire game. It felt... It felt crazy. I mean, obviously, this was before like Steam Deck days. It felt crazy to have a game that looked like that on a handheld. It was amazing. I had a great experience. Yeah. But I appreciate that's going to vary considerably from game to game, and from person to person. That like I've seen. Yeah. I've seen people even when struggle it's, to when play. it's so dependent upon your Wi-Fi connection yeah. and latency to the servers and blah blah. You know, there's a lot of variables that can make yeah. these cloud versions not the best experience what i would say is if you have the chance to play any of these games on another console do it <laughs> go with yeah, that categorically yeah and i don't see me playing any of these like i really want to play village i'm holding out hope that it comes to game pass sometime soon um but i have a feeling all of these games will be like on steam deck or something like that so i don't actually need these big third party games on switch anymore yeah Village, I can thoroughly recommend it as a great game. It's yeah, definitely worth playing if you get an opportunity to play. I it. absolutely will get it. Um, it, it feels like the sort of game that Microsoft will just have a big announcement that is on Game Pass fairly soon. I think so. I'm kind of waiting for that. They did put seven on. Seven was on there. Yeah, for a while. exactly. Seven was on there. Yeah, I think because Village has been out for what a year now, um, or close to a year. So it, it feels like it's coming soon. Um, so I think I'll wait yeah. out. Uh, the the gold the gold version and DLC is coming. In a so fucking well. excited! Yeah. So excited! I am very much looking forward to that. 
What I like about this uh, cloud version is that if you buy cloud version of Village now on Switch, you then also have to buy <laughs> the upgraded version with DLC. It's like, why don't they just release the... Wait and just release it, the gold version with the DLC. Because wait, you have to buy two different ones. Do you not just have to buy the DLC on the cloud version? Well, yeah, I think you have to buy the DLC. Oh, right, okay. They're releasing like a combined version when that comes out. It seems like a, like like grievances, I guess, more money, but I don't know. Odd Mm. choice. Um. So, Miyamoto appeared and spent 20 minutes re-explaining <laughs> Pikmin Bloom for some you know bizarre reason. See, thinking back on that, that was funny as fuck. Miyamoto literally just sat there trolling us. That was great. <laughs> it, 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 it felt very... It, 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 it had the same feel to it as the um, Smash reveals. It did. The um, it reminded me of the King K. Rool. No, the banjo. Was it the banjo kazooie one, where it didn't look like we thought they were announcing banjo kazooie, then they didn't, then they did. It yeah, felt like that. It's it. It felt like it was knowingly taking the piss, in that oh, sort did, of exactly. Sakurai way that Sakurai is very good at doing. Um, yep. I mean, has I mean one one question I will ask: Have either of you played Pikmin Bloom? No, I played it for about an hour to, to like, figure out what it was. But then I was just kind of bored of it, I think. It just, yeah, it just appears to be trying to encourage you to walk a bit more. Yeah, and I think, I I just don't think Um, anything's going to replicate anywhere near what Pokemon Go did in terms of those types of games. So no matter what game you're going to announce like that, I mean, it could be a Metroid game, and I don't think I'd really care. A Metroid mobile game. I have no idea how a Metroid walking simulator game. Would maybe like, maybe shouldn't. like a, maybe like a Tamagotchi, and you're like raising Metroids from like. But, oh, that's, that would be quite cute. That's from actually. like egg all oh. the way up to like. Yeah, Omega Metroid. Yeah, that would be cool. Although I think. I think the only other th- mobile game that I would maybe care about a little bit is if they brought Nintendogs to mobile, because that seems like the perfect platform for a Nintendogs revival. I would probably play that a bit and just go out walking my dog whilst walking my dog. But other than that, I don't think I would really care. But the real reveal, of course, here was that after Miyamoto spent 20 minutes telling us what Pikmin Bloom was, he dropped the news that Pikmin 4 is coming oh. soon ish so happy with no gameplay or trailer or anything. no gameplay we got some screenshots no though. which yeah we got a couple of screenshots which makes me feel like this is a a mid to late 2023 game i think so yeah which is surprising considering it was nearly finished back in like 2017 or whatever it was well apparently <laughs> it got scrapped and started again i think i think this was an emily rogers thing again i'm sure she said it was like right twenty nineteen time that um it started again. So that's why it's maybe been such a long time. So technically, Neomoto probably wasn't lying all those years ago when he said it's almost finished. But they just must have yeah. got to the end and thought, Do you know what, this is absolutely gash. Let's let's start again. I could I could imagine not doing anything new. I'm just imagining like Miyamoto calling something absolute gash. That's my <laughs> <laughs> <I> just... <laughs> 
like a, just just a quote from the Emoto in a magazine. Oh yeah, Pikmin Four was absolute gash, mate. It happened. We restarted. It, it. happened, Driven. It happened. He said it. <laughs> we Metroid Prime Four that shit. Uh, Twenty nineteen was a bad year for for Nintendo games. Get restarted. But I'm, I'm happy it's coming. I uh, I adored Pikmin Three. That that's my favorite Wii U game. And I think yeah, I really enjoyed Pikmin Three. I never, I never rebought the deluxe no, version of Switch, I. but I enjoyed, I enjoyed it the first time on on Wii. U. One of the only games I've ever hundred percented. I never hundred percent games, but I did with Pikmin Three. Oh really? Yeah. I, I'm struggling to think whether I actually, I, although I enjoyed it, I'm struggling to think whether I actually finished it. <laughs> You'll remember the end boss because the end boss was just weird as fuck and made no sense to the rest of the game. It was just this big blob of gold goo. Yeah, then in which case I don't think I did finish <laughs> it because that does not ring any bells at yeah. all. Very happy that before I probably game. got distracted with some other game. On the Whereas, Wii U, for. Whereas I don't... But not necessarily on the Wii U, <laughs> but just in general. Whereas I don't like Pikmin. Do you not? You don't no. like Pikmin? I guess you're not you're not a big fan of real time. No, they stress games, me out. But um, I wouldn't. It's not like Pikmin. Th- it's not like base building. It's very more. It's much more relaxed than most. of There them. was elements of Pikmin three that were quite stressful though. With like, see when they added the ability to control three characters at once. Was it three or two? You controlled. Yeah. That's when it got a bit more stressful because you were constantly having to move about on the touch screen to find your other characters to control their their Pikmin. That got a little bit stressful. At least it didn't have the. Uh, I can certainly imagine because I never played the original Pikmin, but I can imagine that the the time constraints of the original Pikmin were oh, very yeah. stressful. Definitely, I think they it wasn't as stressful in the third. I can't remember what they they did with the third, with the day and night cycle thing, but it was nowhere near as stressful as the original. So the big news, though, for the Nintendo Direct was the final reveal of the new Legend of Zelda game, Tears of the Kingdom. I hope it's not the final reveal. Well, not. it was a reveal <laughs> yeah. of the title that we've all been waiting for, is perhaps what I should have said. Actually, do you know what? I'd be happy if it was the final reveal, because I don't I don't need to see anything else. That's, I'm quite content with that being all that I'm seeing. I know there's going to be a big, massive blowout and they'll show us tons of shit. Yeah, I am sure that at some point, sort of around February, March next year, there will probably be a Zelda Direct I think focused so. entirely on Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah, they're keeping so much quiet because everything that we've seen of this game has been the smallest little trailer. It's been like a minute and a half, yeah. if that. Yeah. They did show a few new bits and pieces, though in this trailer, which looked quite interesting. Um, more kind of showing off what appears to be a time reverse mechanic. Yep. I think that's going to be a... And more of this... I think the time reversal thing, Sorry. and obviously the travelling to the sky is going to be a big deal. Like, um, I, I watched... If you can watch um, uh, Tris from Game Explain did one of their big analysis videos, and Honestly, the analysis video is one of the best I've seen. Um, they put so much work into it, um, and it, it talks about so much of those little tiny details um, from the trailer. And it, just listening to that analysis video just made me so much more excited about it. 
what are your thoughts, Ruben, as a <laughs> as a big fan of the original Breath of the Wild? You're both gonna hate me, but eh. Eh. Like <laughs> just looks alright. Like I'm I yeah, as as is well known, I didn't really enjoy Breath of the Wild. So a continuation of that, until I know that the problems I have with Breath of the Wild have been resolved, I can't get excited about it. It looks nice, and anything that reminds me of Skyloft is always going to please me on some level. Um, but yeah, I'm not. I, I'm not. I'm not bothered by Tears of the Kingdom yet. Yeah. Yet, I mean, if they if they literally come out and say weapon degradation isn't in, I'll be just like, yeah, fucking sign me up, pre-order. Um, I can actually climb mountains when it's raining. Fuck it, yeah, sign me up, pre-order. But at this, but at this <laughs> point, like, nah, they've they've re-added actual dungeons. Oh yeah, actual I, I think dungeons. I think we'll get actual dungeons. By the way, I think those set. I think there's seven tiers, and those are going to be seven dungeons. That would make sense. That is, yeah. I think that is, a, well, not a given, but it seems to be strongly hinted that you like, logically, as someone who's played a lot of Zelda games, that that they ties together. Yeah. It's like the Seven Sages and Ocarina. Like, it feels like an obvious thing for them to do. And they'll probably know that people missed genuine dungeons in Breath of the Wild, so yeah. bring them back in some form. But I don't necessarily it, think a lot of those issues that Ruben had will be removed. I think they'll keep weapon degradation. I for one will like it, but I know some people will be annoyed by it. Yeah, I I mean it was my least favourite aspect of Breath of the Wild. Um and my hope is even if they don't get rid of it fully, they make some changes to it so it's a bit less frustrating. Like I can live with it. But they could always add like let me let me let me find a way of repairing a weapon I like. Yeah, or I could see them doing that, like empowering a weapon or something. So Definitely, that... I could see them adding a little character that's some kind of metal man <laughs> that just repairs all your weapons. Metal uh, man, like blacksmith, blacksmith is the word I was looking for. Look <laughs> 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 we'll metal man. Um, I could see them adding a character like that in. I I think I I'd I, I might see... be mistaken, but I think the word you were looking for was blacksmith. Yeah. That's what I said. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. No. <laughs> I I'd like to see more quests, a bit like the um, what was it, the Tarrytown one, where you kind of that that sort of change. Yeah. The scenery and the landscape through completing quests. I thought that was really great. I'd love to see that expanded out to more Definitely. things as that's well. That's one of my favourite quests in any Zelda game. I, I thought that bit was great. But I'm quite interested to see because I think from what we've seen, it's very much going to be the same Hyrule. Like a lot of the screenshots, you can pretty much replicate it one-to-one with the yeah. original, but there's obviously going to be a lot of changes to it as well. So I'm, as somebody who spent... Do we think that the, the elements, the floating things in the sky are already there, or do you think that there's going to be like bits of uh, the kingdom literally ripped out of th- the th- ground to form these floating areas. I think it could be a bit of both. Like when I was watching the Game Explained video, Triss kind of thought perhaps a lot of these things that were in the sky, parts of it fall to the ground 
um, and that's what's creating because there are bits of the environment you can see that do look a little bit different it's the same general area because obviously it's going to be it's the same Hyrule really it's, it's still, still Hyrule, Hyrule. Yeah. Um, but um, although that being said Hyrule has very rarely been the same in any subsequent that's true, yeah. okay. but the, <laughs> it's a sequel so we're going to expect it in the same world but, but they thought that a lot of those things in the sky have created a lot of the things down in the ground and that kind of makes sense so it'll be the same general world but i'm interested to go back to the places like i've spent three four hundred hours in breath of the wild so i know that world so well that's a that's a big exactly i i'd love i'd love to see if they if they've been able to in a sense save time in the development of this game by reusing the the existing hyrule i'd love for them to reveal like a second world mechanic a bit like the dark world or the time travel mechanic Mm. from um, Ocarina of Time, where you can flip between two different versions of Hyrule ha- or some other land. There has to be something big like that, though, because like you say, they've, they're using the same assets, and g- generally you would think when you're using the same assets, you might be able to develop the sequel quicker, but Breath of or Tears of the Kingdom has taken longer, it's longer between that and Breath of the Wild than any other Zelda game, it seems, or like between one and the next. So it's actually taken a longer time to develop, despite using the same assets, so you would think... What appears to be the same assets and the same... Yeah, so you would think that they're building so much more to it um, whilst using those same assets. And what do you guys think of this rumour that you're not actually playing as Link? I think... That came up... Or have you even seen I am seeing the rumour, and this came up last time when it was bollocks, so I'm not believing it again. No. Something's happened to Link to turn his hand all dark green to give him a funny sword i don't think it's anything other than link and i don't think we're playing as zelda as well i'll be controversial and say i don't care about playing as zelda i'm happy to just play as link <laughs> but yeah i don't think it's anything other than Link. i mean i'd love to see them develop it in a way that you could choose to play as either link or zelda for people that want the choice and they just flip which character is the the sort of secondary supporting character i think that would be nice choice for those who want it but fundamentally it's not really going to change mm. the game probably not no but yeah that's uh that i think that's probably it for the direct unless there's anything else anybody wants to bring up the only I've got a couple I of bits say, yeah I, oh okay just my one other thing they, they showed a tiny little bit bear there three um, but there was an extended trailer, like a seven-minute trailer that they put on YouTube as well. Uh, I would thoroughly recommend watching it if you're if you're looking forward to it. If you can get over the television presenter narrator, like the trailer itself is amazing. Like it looks so good. I don't think enough people are talking about Bo3 yet. Um, but the previews dropped. I think it was last week, and there's people. I think one of the guys from IGN was saying. If the previews are anything to go by, you're looking at one of the best action games ever made here. Like, there's, this is looking like it's going to be amazing. Um, so that seven minute trailer on YouTube was just so so good. Really looking forward to that. And that's a month away. I'm so close. I am fully on record as having not enjoyed the original Bayonetta and then having never played two. So I'm very much. On the, mm, I'm yeah. not necessarily that interested in Bayonetta three, <laughs> controversially perhaps, but then again, if reviews come in and they say it's the 
best thing ever, then that might sway my mind. You're fully right, though, because I didn't think the first one was that great either. I played one after I played two, though. So I could I ended up seeing that the first one wasn't as good. But yeah, two's so much better. Well, cause, because one and two both came to the switch at the same time, I thought, well, okay, I'll start with one because it's the beginning of the story, and maybe that mm. was maybe that was a mistake. Yeah, it's definitely improved a lot. But I'm also not willing to invest in the second one when I didn't enjoy the first one. That's fair. Uh, Reuben, you had a couple of yes. or something else you wanted to bring up. Actually, I might be able to guess what this is. Potentially. Is it theatre rhythm? It is theatre rhythm. Um, I say, looking down our list, I think it's the only thing we've not mentioned in our list. I am (laughs) so fucking happy about this. Um, It looks so good, doesn't it? It really does. And, like, I've never been a fan of the aesthetic they've gone for with the theatre rhythm games. Um, That stupid fucking... um, weird chippy style they've gone for with the aesthetic but the gameplay is so fucking good in theater of um and i'm so glad there's another one and the thing is i was watching this i was watching this trailer and i uh, during the direct and i was just like okay it's another theater of i'll probably pick it up at some point but i'm not fist- fussed about picking it up like initially and then they were just like and DLC is coming with music from Neo Automata, Octopath Traveler, and Live Alive. I was like, fuck you, Square Enix. Um, so I'm going to have to get it now. So not only are they getting your money for the base game, you're, they're also getting your money for all of the DLC that comes yeah. after it. Yeah. It's... I did see, I did see. I think it was today, actually, there was, uh, as of the day of, as of filming, there was an image on Twitter of like all of the games that were included in this new theatre rhythm game. And it's a it's like 400 odd songs is it not yeah yeah i'm I'm pretty sure it's hundreds of songs which is really cool yeah and curtain call was pretty stacked the last one um just i just what i just need like i probably would have got it without knowing the dlc is coming but knowing that dlc is coming you are 100% yeah. sold on this. I mean, just music from Nia would have been enough. But going with Live Alive and Octopath as well, yeah, that was a quite literal must-have the moment they yeah. announced that. I've never even played Theatre Rhythm before, but um, I'm so on board with it now that I've seen that trailer. It's just, yeah. And, th- and speaking from experience, the Theatre Rhythm games are very fun. Um Especially if you like Final Fantasy music. Especially if you like Final Fantasy music. Um, but the other game I wanted to point out, because it's not on the list, and yet it's one of the games I came I came away from thinking, this game feels like it was made for me. Rain Code. Rain Code? That, Ooh, I think I've forgotten that, about this. Tell that me... narrative-based anime Tell... detective game. Where you're playing as like a genius child detective. Um, with like a cast of completely bizarre characters, um, very much my sort of game. So it sort of kind of along the lines of um, uh, uh, sort of Ace Attorney slash the Nez 
remaster one that they released last year, that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, but you're playing as a detective. The detective series or whatever uh, it was. Famicom Detective. Um, that was it, Famicom Detective story um, or something. But yeah, you're playing as a child genius detective. And the thing is, I just looked at the art style of it and what sort of game it is, and I was like, uh-huh, okay, yeah, I'll see what you're going for. I'm in, thanks. Um I mean, not to the same level that pretty much anything else we've spoken about, but it's definitely on my... The rain code is definitely on my radar. There's a nice little special edition there, too. Oh, don't tell me that. Oh, look. Yeah, they look up the special edition the other day. Look up the special edition. It looks really cool. I I mean, I barely know anything about this game, but it looks really cool. I'm I'm already looking at the special edition of Fire Emblem Engage and going, I don't need it. Oh, no, worse, the Octopath 2 one that comes with little figurines of the eight characters, and I'm just like, you fucking Wait, bastards. I didn't yeah, little little kind of... little. They, wow, they are knocking it out of the park with these special editions. They look like lately. brass busts of each of the eight characters in Octopath 2. Look up the special edition. It does look oh, wild. Oh, yeah, I've seen it now. It, mm, that is it quite looks cool. amazing. Um, another game I need to point out, just because... Uh, just be- Disney Speedstorm, I'm going to get it. Um, oh, was that? A yeah, it's the free to play Disney kart race. I'm gonna get it. Um, I feel disappointed by it. Like I'm looking at it and I'm seeing like Disney characters in the most generic looking vehicles imaginable, and I'm like, what? Why are they not? I feel that they should be in like really cool carts that have been created for the actual Disney characters that are driving them. It to me, it just looks quite generic. I'm quite disappointed by it. See, I would be with you on this, I think. I mean, I am such a Disney fan. Um, But I think I would be with you on this if it weren't for the fact that Disney Dreamlight Valley turned out about a million times better than I expected. (laughs) Um, I've seen so many people. Everyone does seem to be loving And my expectations were high, and it still somehow (laughs) surpassed my expectations. The longest review you've written for a game in God's Yeah, it's, it's, I think it's my second longest review I've ever written after Shadowbringers. <laughs> um, I think it was like, it was, it, it was just shy of an undergraduate essay um, <laughs> in, in terms of word count. Um, Disney Dream Life Valley is great. And I know it looks generic and it's probably going to be shit, but it's free to play and it's Disney. Might as well give it a bash to yeah. you. I mean, you can't complain of free-to-play, I guess. Well, you can. There are definitely games that you can complain about, but on the whole, so to speak, a free game is a free game. But yes, if there's nothing else anybody wants to bring up, it's time for Game Pass Gamble. So, just over a couple of weeks ago, uh, I was given skatebird by graham i 
think. It was me, yeah. After turning down... Um, a vastly superior game, probably. <laughs> a vastly superior game, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so, Skatebird. Um, first thing I think it's worth saying is that um, for anybody that was thinking of giving this a go on Game Pass, it's too late. Um, it came off Game Pass last oh. week. Um, but in terms of my thoughts, so does anybody remember sort of like in the late noughties, where there was this kind of spate of um, sort of primarily Channel 4 and Channel 5-based um, sort of reality shows, where they'd clearly come up with the name of the game, uh, sorry, not game, of the program first. It was clearly a pun, and they thought, how can we build a show around this pun? <laughs> I don't remember it, but I can see where you're going with this. <laughs> Skatebird is very much the game equivalent of this fad. Somebody thought, Skatebird, that's funny. Let's build a game around this. <laughs> oh my God. Right. So, where do I start with this? I mean, firstly, okay. So, I don't really know the first thing about skateboarding. Skateboarding games are not my thing. I've played Tony Hawk's a couple of times. This, you know, and you know, Tony Hawk's games are like the gold standard of skateboarding games, right? The con- you know, they the controls are tight for a skateboarding game. They're very technical. They're in, you know they're in depth. Skatebird feels janky as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I did i I did like though that they tried to do something different with it. So. Whereas, um, from what I remember, sort of Tony Hawk's type games, they're they're all about high scores uh, and combos Mm -hmm. and kind of unlocking the next stage and unlocking other characters and skateboards and things. Um, Skatebird, they sort of tried to build a story around a skateboarding game, which I appreciated as being something a bit different for the Mm -hmm. genre. Um, so you'd, there's sort of like this split into different stages and you're a little bird on a skateboard that uh, sort of skates around giant environments built for humans, uh, starting in your like owner friend's bedroom. Or, I don't know if he's supposed to be your owner, but basically sort of doing quests around the bedroom for other birds whilst on a skateboard. That um, sounds cute. It's cute. It's frustrating as fuck, though. <laughs> so the very, f- the very, the very first quest, I think, it basically asks you to collect. Uh, I think it's like a power adapter for like a mobile phone charge or something, and it's, um, it's basically just hovering in the air above like a, uh, a, a sort of curved ramp, and you've got to like get to full speed, go up the ramp and collect this item. And you've got two minutes, basically, or give, give or take two minutes to complete any one of these like RPG-style quests that you pick up from the various other skating birds. I think it took me four attempts just to do this one initial quest. <laughs> and I was getting so fucking frustrated by this. Um... And then there was another one a little bit later on, similar vibe, where you had to like skate around and 
what did you i can't remember you had to collect five of something um spread across the level and i just wanted to shoot myself in the face by the sixth attempt at this particular quest what was frustrating about it was it just the controls or yeah, I I'm partly maybe I would be better if I had played other skateboarding games, but it just felt very imprecise. And you'd like you'd think you'd line up your like your jump or your whatever, and you'd just like end up missing the thing that you're aiming for by like a couple of centimeters, and then you'd have you'd lose all of your speed and momentum. So you then you'd have to like work around to build up your speed and momentum on this board again, and then try the jump again and miss again, and like jump off the table and then there's only one way back up the table which takes you like another 30 seconds and you've only got like two minutes to do this quest off the bat as it is um and then like five or six quests in they tell you that there's like a shortcut where you can like save a position and like teleport back to position they didn't tell you that initially which is really annoying because when they tell it you later on you're like well that could have saved me like 45 minutes of like manually going to where I wanted to be rather than just teleporting back. But they <laughs> So overall it was a you know not a fan. It was not for me. <laughs> <laughs> Will you give it your best shot? Um there were some uh, yeah, I mean there were some cute like it was quite fun. You could like customize your bird and choose different colours for your bird and different colours for your skateboard and you could like dress your bird up in like different sunglasses and hats and chains and outfits and things, which is fun if you like that kind of thing, but ultimately it is entirely cosmetic. It has no functional relevance in the game. It's not like you can, I don't know, like equip different wheels to your skateboard or different shaped skateboards that have an effect on your speed or your maneuverability, everything that you play with controls exactly the same as far as I could tell. Um, so it was largely a pointless endeavour. Um, Ruben, I know you enjoy Glamours and Final Fantasy fourteen, so you know maybe you would have got more out of that than I did. I don't know, because fourteen is an enjoyable game outside of the Glamours. <laughs> so maybe not. Um, but yeah, I think overall, you know, it was a good, it was a good four out of ten for me. Fuck well. <laughs> As a game, not not one I would recommend. But just as just as well, really, because it's well, a yeah, just game as well. Where's dead? Just as well. <laughs> um, but if you do want to play it, it's on Switch as well. If you fancy spending money on such trash, yeah. <laughs> such trash. <laughs> so yeah, I rue uh, the decision to go with that game. I definitely should have played um, Life is Strange. Uh-huh. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> never mind, never mind. Uh, so um, Graham, it is your turn to make a choice. Mm-hmm. Do you want to go with what I've chosen or do you want to go with Ruben's choice? So I think I've picked one from both of you so far. I am going to choose you again, Mark. Because I have a feeling you, you, have a feeling you might just torture me in response to the stupid bird on a skateboard. So. Well, I don't know. It depends on your definition of torture. <laughs> um, 
I have picked. Um, I think it's a nice little choice. I think you're gonna like okay. it. Paw Patrol, Mighty Pups, <laughs> Save the <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. Let, let me just no. Let me no just switch. read the no description. A fallen me- meteor has given the pups mighty powers and left Adventure Bay in a mighty mess. Now it's up to you to find and the pups to use their powers, rescue skills, and gadgets to make the town awesome again. Yes. <laughs> I don't care about anything else. I don't. Sorry, Ruben. I don't care about your choice. I want to play Paw Patrol. No switches. No gun. <laughs> That's it. Best choice yet. Uh, no arguments from me. <laughs> I mean, you, you you resolutely said last time uh, you were really hoping that we would pick trash for you. So I I skimmed through the Game Pass archive and found what I thought would be the sort of trashiest Listen. looking cash in game imaginable. It was it was it was close tie between this and one based on. Um, um, the DC superhero dog game, uh, dog film that came out not that long ago. That the name escapes me. That is the League of Super Pets. Uh, yes, yes, League of Super Pets. That was that. Would, that would have been the other choice, which looked like a very much kind of on rails uh, shooter game. But yeah, Paw Patrol it is. Uh, Ruben, what game did uh, Graham miss out on? I chose AI the Somnium Files. Uh, so an actual yes. game. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> that is a good game, and not my type of game at all, so I'm not sure how I would have felt about it. Um, and it's quite a long game, isn't it? It feels like a long uh, game. It, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a um, narrative-based kind of crime scene investigation sort of thing. Oh, I thought it was uh But with like thingy. paranormal with like severe paranormal um connotations to the crimes. Okay. It's just a really fucking weird game, I think is the best description. Yeah, I I know a fair bit about it. Um I always thought it was a visual novel. That was what I thought that game was. Um It's it's the the gate the the kind of story plays out visual novel wise, but the gameplay itself is you kind of trying to solve self enclosed puzzles, really, to kind of work out what's going on in the area you're in because it involves like not getting into the story too much so as to not spoil it for anyone who's not played it. But AI the Somnium Files involves you diving it diving into people's memories, mm-hmm. um, to find problems in the memories basically um and it's just a fucking weird game like the whole thing's weird i, I do like a weird game it's very I, I, well instead you've got paw patrol which is play. also i assume a weird game <laughs> do, you, do you know what i've just looked it up on how long to be it's only three hours four and a half hours if you want to be a completionist i'm going to beat this little thing i'm going to i'm going to finish Excellent. I'm gonna finish this game. I, You're gonna finish Paw Patrol. I want a hundred. I want a hundred percent result from you for this. <laughs> Trophy hunter Paw Patrol. <laughs> I'm gonna be like the only one to get. I don't know what you call a plat a platinum <laughs> Xbox. 
Yeah, when you like, it's like when you're on the PlayStation and you're looking at the trophies, and it's just like, oh, zero point two percent of players have done this trophy, and it's just like, who the fuck would do that? That person's you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly, this could be my game of the year. You never know. Oh my god! If if this if this beats like any yeah, Bayonetta if this beats three. Bayonetta three, that will be peak two thousand and twenty two. <laughs> I I update my. Um, my little Twitter pinned tweet every time I finish a game with a new game that I finished every year. And this is just going to look so bizarre <laughs> like to people that aren't listening to this. It's like, why the fuck has he played that? Good grabs Paw Patrol. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. Excellent. That is the best game choice I think we've had so far. I'm, I'm so happy with it. Uh, well, I'm glad you are because I thought it was hilarious. Um, right so that is um that is this episode of quiz at play done we managed to go on for over an hour in the end well over oh, an hour. that's a good director consider considering our very quick skip over the skate of play skate of play <laughs> skatebird of play <laughs> i've got skatebird on the mind <laughs> skatebird of play um i didn't think it would i think we would go for quite this long but here we are um but yeah, tune in in a couple of weeks to to hear what Graham thinks of Paw Patrol. And uh, yeah. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.